This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. For the first time in a long time, we are considering new crop hedges. For the past 15 years, the December corn high has been 23% above crop insurance, which would be $7.26 this year. We have scaled up old crop sales to 85%, and we are now continuing to scale up sales into new crop for the first time as an extension of our marketing plan. Where do I think that we are at? I locked up a 20 cent positive basis for April at our local ethanol plant and was forced to price the corn delivered at $7.71 cash Monday. I think that is the highest cash corn sale that I have ever made. That gets me down to the overrun gambling bushels that I can hold now into summer. We have been expecting this run to new highs, which could still unfold into an extended rally as the primary third wave top is made, likely this month. What has happened is that some crops want more acres and they are competing to make sure that farmers plant every available acre that makes sense and that they can acquire inputs for to plant. I am not that convinced that they will be all that successful in the corn market buying acres, but they have to try. Inputs for corn now are scarce to source at any price. High costs work against corn on marginal production acres. High costs tax highly leveraged farmers' ability to grow a crop with expensive inputs. Other crops requiring cheaper inputs make money, too. Bankers love the safer profit. For the most part, corn will be grown on land and rotation from soybeans. To get more corn acres where we live requires growing corn on corn, which has the worst economics relative to a corn-soybean rotation in my memory. Rootworm treatment cost is 30 to $50 a bag higher seed cost for the rootworm trait, or $31 an acre more for insecticide. In our area, rootworm control has been poor on corn on corn. Soybeans factor strongly into the nitrogen fertilizer story. They require no commercial end to grow, and they make nitrogen for corn the following year. As noted, soybeans grown following multi-year corn on corn typically have a 10% or higher yield boost from the lack of soybean pathogens. I will have all corn and soybean rotation for the first time in many years this season. We are also still dry, and soybeans tend to outperform corn in dry years. As the planters begin to roll soon, what gets planted will also be impacted by agronomic conditions such as extreme drought in the plains and too wet in the eastern corn belt. I am skeptical that there are many acres in play to flex to corn almost regardless of price. The push by the market to buy corn acres is nearing a crescendo when after planting market strength can become moot. The auction will be over for the time being. Then the next major market factor will be summer weather. While the average trade estimate for the corn carryover in Friday's WASDE report is 1.415 billion bushels, the trade is expecting them to lag reality again, with them moving slowly and incrementally to add demand to the balance sheet. The true corn carryover is likely to end up at sub-billion bushels. Current price strength is not ration demand. If that premise is true as I suspect it is, prices may have to go to levels yet where some demand gets destroyed. Eric Ralph, our Royal Office Branch Manager, noted, In years 08, 12, and 21, the high for December corn averaged 47% above crop insurance, which would be $8.67 this year. That would require old crop to reach near or beyond $9, but definitely above the previous all-time high, unquote. 
It doesn't take much imagination to see if corn planted acreage stays low. And a high-pressure rid sets up over the top of the corn belt this summer. Katie bar the door for the market upside potential. So do not make December new crop corn sales in the cash market. We view these as temporary hedges that will not be carried yet into fall. Our local ethanol plant is bidding 20 cents under a new crop basis. I think that there's just as much chance of basis being positive as a negative ahead, so we do not want to lock into a negative basis for the new crop sales. I'm still long a couple of contracts for December corn bought last October at 522 that I intend to take profit on now. I bought May 2023 soybeans in the break after the USDA acreage intention report at 1375 as recommended in my post-report commentary. That is the new crop contract for Brazil, and I do not think that they can make any money at that price. I think that folks are too berry soybeans. The 15-year average reach above insurance for November soybeans is 40%, which would be $17.16. That's another good reason not to push corn on corn. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 